Very good afternoon, Acadiano. Welcome to Kane Radio's Chip Shots. I'm Teddy Sliman with you here. Going to be talking golf over the next hour. Wow, what beautiful weather for you golfers out there. Hope and pray you had a nice weekend on the golf course. Certainly the weather contributed much to that. And how about that gumbo cook-off? If you didn't get a chance to come downtown and be in the festivities, you missed out. Beautiful weather. Smell of gumbo downtown was awesome. A lot of people perusing around. If you were one of them, I hope you got a chance to go to the pumpkin patch over at St. Peter's Catholic Church. And if you didn't, you you need to make an effort to do so. Get you a pumpkin for Halloween and for the fall. It's an amazing place, uh, all the pumpkins there. I think they're open uh, Monday through Friday, 2 to 6, and on the weekends as well. Before we get along too far, let's thank our sponsors. Our newest sponsor is Clico, Central Louisiana Electric Company, providing us with electricity in our community. And uh, we thank Clico for sponsoring chip shots, as well as a lot of other things here on the radio uh, this fall. Of course, anything you need to know about, uh, let me shut off old Kenny there, electricity, they have the answers how to save electricity and save your money as well. Another longtime faithful sponsor, Coca-Cola Bottling Company of Lafayette. But don't fret, we got Coke here in Iberia Parish as well. Thanks to Mr. Lee Tatford sponsoring Coca-Cola. Uh, Coke sponsors our uh, high school football as well. So uh, we've been doing well with that. Uh, football's been going pretty nicely with the weather and all. And our other title sponsor is GolfBalls.com. Located on a boulevard right there in Lafayette. Anything you want in golf, you can get it there. Their big thrust is uh, selling over the Internet logoed golf balls. But for us local people, you can go right in, into their showroom there. Try out the latest in equipment, hit into their simulator, and who knows, maybe buy you a, a, a new club or two. Golfballs.com, on a boulevard, Lafayette. Of course, our local golf clubs, like I always say, without them, we'd have no local news. So... Thank uh, Eagle Ridge, Cane Rose, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and also a Chafalaya right there in Patterson. They've been uh, sending me some clips of things going on over there, so why not give them some plugs? They're still promoting their Twilight Scramble every Thursday afternoon. Of course, that's going to come to an end fairly fairly shortly since uh, Daylight Savings Time is going to change. Uh, it's a two-person scramble, 530 shotgun start, unless they uh, lowered it. I didn't hear from that. $40 for non-members, $30 for Chafalaya pass holders. And includes your cart, green fee, range, prize money, and food as well. What a great way to spend a Thursday afternoon and begin your weekend in advance. Playing golf with a friend in this beautiful weather. Then down at Eagle Ridge in Cade, they had the most recent Acadiana Pro-Am. 101 players teed it up first week in September. And the tournament winner was at plus 10 was Ty Burdett, Barry Batilia, Robert Burton, and Jimmy Daniels. And they went $120 each redeemable at golfballs.com. Second place went to Jacques Poirier, Keith Hodgers, Mike Barrez, and Neil Swallow. And they won $88, and their team was plus 8. Third place, Jason Abair, Zane Kidd. Will Broussard, Keith Romero, $55 they won at plus seven. The low amateurs, Drew Dache, Ty Burdett, 
Keith Hodges, and Tam Rosemont. And the next pro-am is this week, and it's going to be played at Bellevue. That's Ty Burdett's golf course that he runs and operates. And that's this week, tomorrow, the 11th, and then Thursday, the 13th. I don't think you have to worry too much about bad weather as uh, the, the forecast looks pretty nice. I think there's a slight chance of rain on Wednesday, but we're playing on Tuesday and Thursday. And to tell you the truth, the golf courses, and I'm sure the farmers as well, could use a little bit of a, a shower or two and, and get things settled down with the dust. You heard on the news how allergies are up because of the uh, dry weather and the dogweed and whatever coming around and messing up your sinuses. Also at Bellevue, they recently had Franklin American Legion Golf Tournament. It's a two-man scramble, and it raised funds to help out their local veterans. And the winner of that was Dean Dache, Mike Zerlot, minus 15. Second place, Ty Burdett and Herman Hamilton, minus 10. Closest to the hole, Ty Burdett, three feet, six inches. And uh, the sportsman team of the year or of that tournament was... Uh, Terry Nolan and Doug Huval. They must have shot the highest score. Sportsman's team of the year. Also at Bellevue, they uh, promote their dog fights. They have one each month. It's a popular event for them, and they look forward to it. The most recent one went to Butch Badgero. And then tied for second, Todd McDaniel and Brandon Burdett. And finally at Bellevue, they had their St. Mary's Cup, as we all know, St. Mary's is a nine-hole course, and as well as Bellevue, both located in St. Mary's Parish. Thus, the St. Mary's Cup is a Ryder Cup-style match between the two golf courses. One of only a few nine-hole golf courses left in the state of Louisiana. And after a two-year dominance, Bellevue was defeated by St. Mary's, uh, both in the senior division and the champions division. Then down at Cane Row, we start out with some... Uh, Sad news, <sighs> Longtime friend of mine, Bruce Cochran, passed away. He was a superintendent at Cane Row, but he and I go back a long way in the mid, mid to late 70s. Both of us were assistants, <clears throat> excuse me, at Oakbourne Country Club in Lafayette. I was an assistant golf pro working on my uh, PGA membership, and he was an assistant superintendent working for Jack Lawrence and... Uh, before he got his card to become a, a superintendent, he worked all over, all over the country, even out of the country. He uh, he worked in Italy at one point in his career, and uh, in fact, he made a trip to Italy recently to visit some of his old friends there, and cut the trip short and came back. But uh, unbelievable, he passed away. Uh, I saw him on Tuesday when I would go out to hit golf balls around two o'clock or so, and we chit chatted for a while, chewed the fat. That, that night he passed away in his sleep. So may his soul rest in peace. Bruce Cochran, longtime friend of mine. Now back to some happier news at Cane Row. Congratulations to Mike Moret. He made a hole-in-one recently at Cane Row. And then they have specials going on for you guys who are not members there. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, $30. Senior rates as well. And then they have a special Wednesday rate, which goes up from 12 noon till it's uh, $30. They're going to have to change that terms, I'm sure, or do something to uh, counteract daylight savings time, which starts in about a month from now. 
But if you're not a member, you want to be one because you get a whole bunch of perks and discounts. Look at this, 20% off of soft goods in their pro shop, and they're well stocked. In fact, uh, if you're a Raging Cajun football fan or just a Cajun fan, you can get uh, logoed merchandise as uh, now Kane Row is uh, licensed to sell UL Raging Cajun logoed merchandise, and they're well stocked with that. If you're a member, you get 20% off of that, 10% off of all hard goods. And then the dues are only $142 a month. And here's their biggest perk to me is you can book your tea time one week in advance, which is a big advantage because they've been very busy with this nice weather. And uh, getting the tea time has been kind of a hassle. If you want your favorite tea time, you can do that one week in advance if you're a member. They also charge you a handicap with the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. And finally, if you're a member, they waive your dues for the Men's Golf Association. Headed up by President Raymond Bernard. No dues if you're a member. And coming up at Cane Row is that club championship. They delayed it from August due to the unusual rain we got in August. I think we got almost a half a year's worth of rain in August. 30-something inches and now we're in a drought. So funny how Mother Nature can fool you and change at any time she desires to. Nonetheless, Saturday and Sunday, October 29th and 30th, will be their club championship, and the uh, deadline is going to be Wednesday, October 26th, to enter the tournament. And they had a couple outside tournaments, which uh, worker Sid Champagne is a member of both of these, the Scott Golf Association last weekend, and then the weekend before the Branch Golf Association. And uh, speaking of Sid, I hope and pray his surgery goes well. He's going to have surgery this Friday. October 14th on his torn meniscus, and we wish him well. Coming up Saturday at uh, Cane Row is going to be the Big Red CHS Fundraising Golf Tournament. It's a big tournament. It's always successful. They hardly have to solicit for teams to play in the tournament because it raises funds for the football team and uh, all of their activities. So that's this Saturday, and, of course, they have more than just golf. They have... uh, Silent auctions, uh, food galore, and, and all kind of other activities. Go out there and support Catholic High School and uh, see what's happening. Visit a little bit. Many people will be perusing around. Then down at Sugar Oaks, their specials are 9 or 18 holes, Monday and Tuesday, only uh, $22. And then on Wednesday, their all-day special, $31. And their course is really getting be- in better and better shape all the time. They planted their winter grass as seed. I saw it when I went out there on Sunday, or rather Saturday. They hit a few balls, and uh, they got their winter grass down and watering it, so it ought to be germinated just in time for our golf tournament coming up there, and that's the Knights of Columbus Golf Tournament on October 29th. Uh, that's a Saturday, and raises funds for the Knights of Columbus, one of which I'm a member of. Uh, and the Knights do a, a whole lot of great things in our community. Uh, it's right there on their flyer. They give uh, money and services to uh, a lot of our organizations in and around New Iberia. So support the Knights of Columbus. If you can't play in their golf tournament, they have uh, auction items as well, silent auctions that you can uh, contribute and buy stuff for, for their causes. And the latest tournament for their Men's Golf Association, which is very, very active. They have a good MGA over there at Sugar Oaks. 
They always play on Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So their Wednesday twilight uh, winners were Paul Olivier and Johnny Bork at minus seven. Then their Friday shamble, which is you both hit, as we always say, and then you select the best shot and play your own ball from there. Front back in 18. On the front in 18, winners were Ricky Bork, Kyle Mesh, Avery Boudreau, and Keith Domain. They were minus one and minus four to win the front in the 18. Winning the backside, though, was Greg Dubois, Nicky Melanson, and Bryson Coons. And the overall skins, that's an important because they uh, divvy out cash. Nicky Melanson, Arson Dago, Carl Broussard, Ricky Bork, Kyle Mesh, and Elliot Mason, all one skins. And then on Sunday, they had their shootout, which is uh, it's similar to uh, our Pro-Am, where you play your own game, shoot your own game, they chart your own handicap, and then they draw for teams. Front back at 18. On the front, at plus 48 points, was Mark Ami, Kevin Ledford, Robert Burton, and Matthew Pisani. On the back, plus 46, was Paul Olivier, Ricky Borg, Tam Rosemont, and Nicky Melanson. And then plus 90, the overall 18, was won by Jason Bear, Olin Granger, Glenn Dupuy, and Paul Ladusser. And winning the all-important skins, Paul Olivier, Jason Bear, Olin Granger, and Tam Rosemont. Each won one skin. Then recently at uh, Sugar Oaks, they had a New Iberia Senior High Baseball Tournament, which raised funds for their baseball program. The McElhenney Company, Tabasco, was a winner at minus 12. Tied for second was a team, and they just give you the team names, but these two teams have uh, unique team names. They didn't just come out plain old names. Tied for second was Dimpled Balls, minus 10. They tied with Walk-Ups as opposed to Walk-Ons, minus 10. And then the Gator Golf Club, uh, which stems out of Sugar Oaks, had their most recent event at Beaver Creek in Zachary, one of my favorite municipal golf courses. And thanks to Bard Booty for getting me all this information on the Gator Golf Club. He runs a, a nice operation there. First flight winners was Darren Freeman and Greg Dubois. They were tied at plus two. Second flight went to Kent Kern. He was plus six on his points. Their next outing will be Kasati Pines and Kinder. And that's going to be November 13th. And uh, since that's a casino-oriented golf tournament, with the casino right there, I'm sure they're going to go and spend the night and play a practice round and spend some money at the casino and have a nice time. Uh, Gulf States PGA, which I'm a member of, and uh, Robbie Ganger, a, a friend of mine, along with uh, Ralph Boxcar Bachelor, who has now just entered the building. Welcome aboard. Let me turn your mic on. Robbie's a PGA member at Oak Queen. He recently had uh, a little surgery in Lafayette, and our thoughts and prayers go out to him. As well as, I told you last week, Boxcore, that Robbie won the Gulf States PGA Bill Strasbaugh Award for leadership and community involvement. And you alluded to how he is very involved in the Alexandria community, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, uh, involved, charitable, um, you know, always willing to to help out um organizations with uh donations uh uh runs first class golf tournaments um you know just uh just a really good guy really well run um operation over there and uh of course um you know anxious to go play it because uh 
they, they just recently uh, completed a, a, a huge renovation on the golf course. Uh, all indications are everything came out great, and uh, he was very anxious for you and I to uh, to go down there and uh, experience uh, what he calls the new oak wing. So yeah. I promised him as uh, soon as he was uh, feeling a little better. We I don't think he's going to play, <laughs> but uh, but no. he want, he wants us to go play. So I told him I'd I'd drag you out there, and I'm pretty sure I can find a day when Cody's off and we can uh, uh, get a little game going, you know, just just a little day trip, you know. That would but, be awesome. Um, yeah, we'll do that soon. Maybe you can even uh, check Drew out of school early and uh, we can go out there and uh, Absolutely. do that I, before I it gets to too that. cold because, you know, I, I'm not a cold-weather golfer. Right? This is my this is my time of the year right here. Well, but, I, but I this, tell you, we're missing some beautiful weather. <laughs> but this window of opportunity, you know, in, in south Louisiana, it closes pretty quick, you know. I was just saying that. You know, less, well, a month ago in August, we, were, we had a record amount of rain, you know, almost a half a year's rain, 30-something inches in just in the month of August, and now we're in a drought. So, so, so Teddy, the nature I, rules. ironically, I'm, uh, I'm just reading uh, uh, Oak Wing posted today on Facebook. Um, uh, kudos, you know, to their uh, general manager. It says right here, Oak Wing, G, uh, Oak Wing GM Robbie Geringer garners two awards from the PGA Um Earns the Golf Stage PGA Professional of the Year honor um, in recognition of his exemplary role as a PGA member, head professional. Oh, also, <laughs> this is this uh, J.T. Crawford. I'm sorry. He uh, New Orleans Country Club. Uh, he got the PGA Professional Golf of, um, of the Year award, uh, and that is the second time that he's won uh, that. And in recognition of his uh, continued efforts to grow the game at the youth level. Uh, General Manager Robbie Geringer was awarded the PGA Youth Player Development Award, promoting the game by sharing knowledge and skills with today's youth to benefit the future of the golf section. Um, And he also was selected for the Bill Strasberg Award. So two awards there Mm -hmm. in the PGA section for Mr. Robbie. And, you know, it's it's just so important, and you and I kind of harp on that a lot. But... um, my goodness, the the you know the growing the game at the junior level, um, you, you can't get any more important than that. And I saw you know right down the road, links on the Bayou this past weekend, they had uh, the Senlaw uh, uh, Junior Golf Championship, and they you know crowned their their winners. So you know, I, again, I I know. It's a difficult task to do this uh, uh, sometimes in, in certain parts, but we, we, we know junior golf is really, really strong in, in, in the Shreveport area because of the David Toms effort and um, the great practice facilities up there. And, of course, you know, Sam Burns and, and Chaudron and all that. And, and obviously in Senlaw, they're promoting it a, a lot too. So I, I hope, you know, that we can – get a little more involvement in, in South Louisiana. I think there's some, but I don't think it's quite to the degree as it is in other parts of the state, you know. So, um, so you know, uh, again. No question. You know. Um, it's the future of the game. Yeah, and, and that has to come, you know, unfortunately, it, 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 it's not going to be a magical <laughs> um, uh, thing. It's, it takes the efforts of people that um, – that they want to see the game grow, professionals that are willing to, to really donate their time and resources, and that's the, that's the big key. You know, it, it takes a lot of time to do this stuff. It's not 
it's not like you can just open your golf course and say, hey, y'all come play over here. You know, it's got, it has to be organized. And, and uh, I know when I was uh, at the wetlands that uh, David, uh, Gary had, you know, we had that um, that little junior league going on. Right. I'm not sure if that's still happening or not. But I think it still is, and, and since you're on that subject and in that place, uh, also Mr. Uh, Kelly Chance was a big f- driving force in promoting junior golf yeah. along with David, you know, for, for that junior league they had there. And, uh, right. And I know, know, we need more people like that. Of course, he's retired as well and getting up there in age like myself, and, and we need some younger people. There's there. the problem, yeah. <clears throat> you're, you're, that's, where, that's where we need, you know, um, and I'm not going to – call off names but we need some of the young pros at some of the golf courses around here willing to kind of take that torch you know being handed to them and 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 take that that next step to to grow the game but no question but um yeah i know because well you know yeah it's it's one thing to have the organized little tours you know the u.s triple a or whatever it's called and and that stuff but you know at a grassroots level just kind of you know introducing kids to the game not playing competitive golf, not playing tournament golf, but just getting them on a golf course and teaching them these, you know, fundamentals and, and etiquette and rules of the game and all that. Just just so so very, very important. And um, You can learn life, lifelong lessons in the game of golf for sure. No, you know, so no, much different than most of the other sports. There's no doubt. Talking, talking about awards, though, you know, uh, congratulations. The former UL player, Greg Sonia, he won the Gulf State section, which awarded to uh, Robbie Garinger that award. Well, he won, Greg won the PGA Player of the Year award, and uh, he, he uh, secured that with his victory in the uh, Gulf State section PGA tournament, which was held at Bayou Desert in Monroe, and he shot three on the par, 141 on that golf course. And that's a hard golf course, as we talked about before, and they renovated it, which made it even harder. So with his win, Greg gets an exemption to next year's Sanderson's Forum Golf Tournament. And then, of course, Greg is the assistant pro. Actually, he's kind of like – Robbie is, is the manager over at uh, Oak Wing. Oak Wing, right. And he yeah. has a PGA pro under him who's actually the head pro. That's the same title that Greg has as a PGA pro above him who's – Consider the the d- director of golf, and then the PGA. Greg Sonia is a member. At any rate, Lake Charles Country Club was the site of the Louisiana Junior Golf Tour Tours Championship. And my grandson Drew got to play in it this past weekend. He finished tied for ninth with a score of seventy five seventy four, and uh, winning the tournament was Noah McWilliams with a score of seventy two sixty eight one forty, and he recently signed a scholarship with LSU. 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 You. Uh, oh. Okay. You. The you. you. The, the you. you. Okay. The U of LS. Okay. Uh, the, the, the U of LS didn't fare too well <laughs> against uh, Rocky no, Top. No, Rocky Top won that one for Woo. sure. That was bad. All right. Uh, Lawson Rooley is the head of the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association. I thank him for getting me these results of their association. Uh, the second Tuesday of the month is their out-of-town tournament and recently played at Bayou Bend in Crawley. The winners with that were uh, Terry Clement and Mitch Gospod. They actually tied Melvin Pate and Kenny Granger. But uh, the, the first team, Terry Clement and Mitch Gospod, won in the playoff. And then their um, home course tournament, played right there at Muni, Muni in Lafayette, was won by Rick Hederich, second place Greg Gotro, Sanford Swear, third, and Keith Benoit, fourth. 
And uh, I'm still uh, in awe at, um, you know, I went, when I went watch Drew play, I couldn't help but think, uh, Mike Heinen, who was recently inducted in the uh, Hall of Fame, lives on the fourth uh, tee box there. And, you know, it kind of brought back old memories of uh, when I coached Mike and uh, the big ceremony they had uh, last weekend at, at homecoming. He won, he won the uh, Hall of Fame honors. So uh, congratulations once again on Mike Heinen. He's a class act guy coming out of UL. Pretty nice house. I mean, it's modest, you know. Really? I mean, uh, most of the courses at Lake Charles Country Club, that's an old, old country club. Right, right. And they're old, you know, 60s type homes. Uh huh. And his is very modest. He's got a swimming pool in the backyard that I'm sure he added to it. But, uh, yeah. Mike's a humble and, and you know, not a flashy guy, even though he, he, he could be. Yeah, and he has that's a. One of the things uh, I admire he, about him. Unless things change, he has a nice business going. Um, with the golf court, um, custom golf courts, you know. I'm yeah. Not, not sure the name of it, but um, I'm not either. But I've saw some of the, you know, the, the final products. Of course, you know, very heavily influenced toward uh, collegiate, you know, golf. I mm-hmm. mean, he has some some really cool LSU and and UL custom carts. But he he'll do anything you want. I mean, you call really? him and say, oh yeah, you know, uh, def- definitely big, you know, hunting area. Saw a lot of camouflage stuff, but. If you called and said, "Hey, I want a, a Kane 1240, you know, golf cart, mm-hmm. or a Kane 107.5 FM golf cart," um, <clears throat> I mean, he, you know, you just send him what you know, kind of a layout or whatever. And he'll and, design and, uh, it. He'll design it. And, you know, he did um, that. He played. We had that tournament, the Bill Bass, that afternoon before the induction, and uh, he played with three of his t- teammates, you know, in the tournament. And they all rode in the same cart. And it was obviously oh, his. Yeah, four four bags, four seater. They're huge. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's not you know your typical uh, club car or, or you know whatever uh, golf cart. Uh, and of course, you know that's really these golf carts are so popular in. Um, I, you know, I just call them exclusive subdivisions, gated mm-hmm. sub, whatever you want to call them. You know, but people are basically Youngsville had to pass a rule. You know, with the golf carts, because ninety uh, percent of the residents in Youngsville were just using that as their mode of transportation mm-hmm. to go to Rouse's or you know to the bars or whatever, and um, you know leaving their cars at home because the traffic is so bad. And and um, these things, the the ones like that, I mean, they're not really you know that I don't know their maximum speed, but it's not like they're you have a governor on them like you do at the at the at the golf courses, you know, so you're probably getting 35, 40 miles an hour out of them mm-hmm. and uh, zip around in no time around there. And um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a very big industry and that that I think will only get bigger, you know, for sure. But uh, but but anyway, Mike does a great job over there with his uh, custom carts. So if, uh, you know. Yep. If you have that need, yep. give us a call. We'll fix you up. And continuing with UL, they've done well in their last couple of Tournaments, the Grand McDowell Invitational last week. They finished third. Three of their players, Charlie Flynn, Jake Marler, and their freshman, Milan Portiger, finished in the top ten. And then this week, currently, they're playing in the Tempest Collegiate Golf Tournament, sponsored by, hosted by Texas State in Gladwater, Texas. That's between Dallas and Shreveport. And after two rounds with uh, one to play, the Cajuns are in fifth place, uh, showing much improvement. From uh, the beginning of the the season, they're led by their freshman once again, Milan Partiger from uh, South Africa, and it looks like the future for the Cajuns is bright as this kid has finished in the top ten in every tournament he's played in right off the bat. 
So uh, joining him, he's uh, currently tied for fifth at three under par in the tournament with one round to go. Second place right now is Eli Artigo at even par. Then Jake Marler, Burke Alford, and Charlie Flynn round out the, the scores for uh, the Cajuns. And, who's, uh, uh, who's leading that tournament? Uh, right now, it's uh, Rice le- oh. leading the tournament. I think they have like uh, 16 or 18 shot lead over the Cajuns. Now, oh. I'm not sure over second and third. I didn't look that closely. but Tell you what, Texas State, I'm not sure about their golf team, but, boy, they sure had a big win in uh, the Sun Belt Conference over Appalachian State this past weekend. Was... Poor App State. They haven't done anything since they beat Texas A&M. No, I mean, but that was a, you know, I don't bet, but man, that, that was a big point spread for Texas State to to beat them. But yeah, yeah, you know, sometimes that you know you pull a big upset and you kind of it, it can be detrimental, really. Sometimes looks you know? like it is it's definitely for them. <laughs> and then Texas A and M, geez, I mean, Louis, you know, they could have beat Alabama. Cajuns oh. got one more tournament to play in this fall, and it's going to be a tough one. They have to travel all the way to Maui. Oh, I feel so bad for Theo. <laughs> They're going to have to get on a plane and oh, yeah, eight-hour trip. Uh, it's just going yeah, to right. be terrible. No, no. I mean, the inconvenience of yeah, having really. to go to Hawaii uh, and play golf. I mean, that's just – I don't know. Just, it's like you're just not getting paid enough. You know? <laughs> I mean, Dr. Maggard needs to, you know, factor in uh, how stressful is that, you know, to have to yeah, – Those poor kids got to be eight – Eight hours in a plane, and then have to play golf right after. Well, yeah, and you got and and in Maui, you know what? Where I mean, God, you imagine how cold it must be there in November. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, you know, uh, and you got to yeah. deal with all those whales, you know, kind of coming up and splashing, and you know, and the hula girls, to say just, the least. Yeah, I mean, and don't go to the Queen's bath. Was that in, <laughs> that's Kauai or no, that's, that's uh, Kauai? Oh, that's Kauai. Okay, well, they'd have yeah. to swim to get to that. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, but yeah, shark attacks. I mean, it's just all kind of stuff that could happen. So I mean, yeah, I, battle pay. Obviously, they need. Hopefully, they'll bring their their UL Bill Bass open blankets with them. <laughs> yeah. on the plane. The windshield's going to be about the, eighty-five yeah. on the beach. <laughs> All right, oh, we'll take boy. a break, and then uh, Boxcar will be back and I to talk about, uh, well, I guess national whatever news. You could talk, whatever you could talk about, because I have nothing, but I'm ready to talk. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Energy bills from month to month can be a real roller coaster. Yeah, it's time to get off that ride. 
and sign up for budget billing from Clico. Clico's budget billing can help you stay on track by smoothing out your energy bills so you can avoid the ups and downs month after month. To better budget your billing and avoid the sudden spikes and surprises in your energy bills. Call 800-622-6537 and sign up today. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Bayou Sports, 715 weekday mornings on the all-new K1075. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And welcome back to Chip Shots with Boxcar and Teddy. And just a little programming note, right after Chip Shots, the sports will continue as the Catholic High Coaches Show with Coach Scott Wadney and Tony Landry, the voice of the Panthers, will uh, go over their Catholic High's big victory over AES this past week. Uh, they won right at the end of the uh, game, I understand that, 20-17. to 17. So Tony and Coach Scott Wadney will be going over all that, Boxcar. Yeah, I heard they uh, they they ran the old hook and ladder play yeah. um, at the end. So um, yeah. man, I haven't seen that in ages. But yeah. um, Tony was telling me about it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to to hearing that. So. All right, so let's get to golf. Right, the Shriners at uh, Las Vegas was played and uh, this past week. Of course, I didn't watch it. You know, golf's on, not on my mind right now. Football is, but twenty uh, year old Tom Kim won the golf tournament. As a former number one player in the world, Patrick Cantley triple bogeyed the 72nd hole to give Kim the victory. But they were tied and going neck and neck. Uh, both of them uh, 24 under par going into that last hole. And get this, box score. Kim played 72 holes with no bogeys the entire week. Yeah. That's, that's unreal. Yeah, he's, he's really an emerging star on the PGA Tour. Uh, kind of un, unbelievable. Yeah. Meteoric rise of, of this young man, you know. Yeah, he's he became the second youngest two-time winner in PGA history, and you know immediately when they come up with this, I'm thinking Tiger Woods was, you know, the number, but no, it was Ralph Goodall in 1932. Really, who won? You know, it, he he became the youngest PGA Tour winner. Tiger, of course, under 21, he ranks he ranks with him for that. You know, oh, Tiger, okay. Tiger yeah. under 21 won his second tournament. Uh, before turning 21. So, so young, young, yeah. young Tom Morris didn't, uh, he didn't? No, I don't guess he was very young. <laughs> well, he was a PGA member, too. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, that's probably why it was. Yeah. Know, but you're right. This kid is for real, man. He's uh, he, he's just a kid, 20 years old. And, 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 you know, like he said, 
just a few months ago, he had no status. I mean, no, I know. He, he had to qualify and, he and was play. And kind of one of their bright spots in the President's Cup, you know, and kind of caused exactly. a, little, a little stir, you know, against well, Justin he, Thomas. He, he and the other Kim, Siwoo si Kim, yeah. they beat Patrick Cantley and Xander Shoffley. Yeah. One of the only, you know, few victories that the internationals had. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for, for a young guy like that and uh, – He's uh he's definitely down to earth. It, it wasn't that long ago he didn't even have a place to live in the United States. He just went from hotel to hotel, playing in just about every tournament he he could play in. You know, so. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's kind of it's just so odd how they pick their name their American names though. You know, I I just think some a little flashier would have been. You know, how, how, how about it, to your point on, on the uh, girl side? It's uh, Lee Six. Mm-hmm. Whoever, whoever Lee Six, she was the sixth Lee born. Right, right. <laughs> so your name was Six. Yeah, I mean, it's, oh my it's God. crazy, you know. These people, man. Woo. Oh, it's like, uh, my gosh. I mean, what? How is one through five doing? <laughs> You know, I mean, you know, I'm, I, the, the Lee family goes out to the golf course. I'm sorry, we don't allow sixsomes. You know, you can only play five. So, so two and three got to yeah, at least, at least six. You have to play by yourself. God. Oh, I mean, it's crazy. You know, it's just. But I, I but, still can't get back to the tournament. I still can't believe you played 72 holes without a bogey. I'd like to know if that's ever been done before or, you know. How many times or whatever? Because that that's pretty incredible to play a golf tournament without a bogey, seventy-two holes. Then Patrick Cantley, you know, he hit a horrible tee shot on the last hole and uh, tried to play a miraculous shot because he knew he had to make par or, yeah. or better to get, you know. To, and he didn't give a care about finishing second, but he did finish second. He sank a thirty-five foot putt for a triple bogey to finish tied for second. Poor guy tied with him, man. He cost him a lot of money. Well, and good, you know, good, good for him because you know uh, that's that's one of the, the um, uh, real sticking points I had with the PGA Tour. You know, kind of during the Tiger era when it became the money became so big, and of course now it's a totally different level with with live. I, I get that, yeah. but you had so many players playing not to lose instead of to win. You know, they just didn't want to lose a second place, third place top 10 right because it made such a big difference and it wasn't the world ranking points at that time they were just looking at their bank account you know and and it would just frustrate me yeah so this guy you know has had you know 15 top 10s this year well how many times has he won uh he didn't win this year but he had 15 top 10s yeah well that's that's great but did he ever try to go for it in two on the you know the the second, second to last hole with water in it? No, I mean they they just played not to lose and 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 I so kudos to Canley, you know. I mean, look, yeah. I, I know he has enough money in the bank to it yeah. doesn't matter to him. I kind of get the difference between that and the Corn Ferry Tour guys. I really do. No question. But, but it wasn't Teddy. It wasn't just the. It wasn't just guys like that that were playing not to. It was guys that had enough money, you know. And I would be like. What? Why are y'all doing this? Right. You know, why? To, to your point, when I was in college, I got to caddy for Tommy Aaron in the New Orleans Open. He was paired with uh, and he Bob, won. He won the week after that. Yeah, two <laughs> weeks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but he was paired with Bobby Nichols and Charles Cootie, and course, the caddies. You know, you play. We played thirty six holes because of a rain. Anyway, I got to talking with Charles Cootie's caddy, and he was all pissed off at him. He said, "This guy can <laughs> never win. He just goes for the middle of the green, uh-huh. two putts, and makes his check. He says right. he'll never win." And he was pissed, like. 
you know, I want a bigger check. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, the, 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 <laughs> exactly, I mean, exactly what you're talking about, and it's true. There, there are. I mean, I, you know, I'd have to go back and look at names, but I can, I can definitely think of players that were fit that description to a T. You know, and and it's the same guys that at the end of the year you look at their stats. Yeah, they're uh, they're uh, you know top of uh, greens and regulation. You know, um, probably not hey rank real high in putting because they're two putting a lot, or mm-hmm. you know they're not making a lot of birdies. But, you know, they're cashing checks and making cuts, and they're happy with that. But that's kind of not what you want to see out of a champion golfer. You know, I'd rather see a guy that, that may be out of Go team, for uh, it. Yeah, yeah that's t- what made Tiger Woods so exciting. He could pull off shots that nobody else could do, and he would always go for it, you know. Gamble, you know. I mean, he wouldn't play it safe. Tiger, I don't think Tiger Woods ever played safe. No, he played smart, but oh, there's, yeah. a, there's a difference there's a between difference. between playing, you know. Smart no, if he couldn't and, pull off the shot, he wasn't trying it. But he he could pull pull off a bunch of shots right. that just awed the the rest of the field. And, and look, I'm not you know bashing conservative play because one of our favorite golfers, uh, David Toms, you know, he played a very conservative uh, shot at, in that PGA tournament that he won mm-hmm. when. Uh, he he laid up and 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 made a you know great par by by doing that and and not trying to hit but because he kind of knew his limitations but I mean for the most part again yeah, man you got just so many guys that, that just 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 um, check cashers it, you know it, it, it's it's similar to other sports you know when when you're playing too conservative you're not doing your best you're not gonna you're not gonna perform at the highest level and be successful you know it's that way in, to me in, in like football if you're not aggressive then you know you're behind the eight ball you're gonna lose the game all right Ted well if, boy if my internet keeps going out here but let, let's try okay so we talked about Kim. The, who you think the first player to complete 72 holes without a bogey was? 1974 at the New Orleans Open. Oh, yeah, Lee Trevino. Lee Trevino. Yeah, yeah shot 21 under. I forgot that. Okay. And then it was 36 years after that in 2010 when – talk about a check casher. Perfect example. Charles Howell third. Oh, yeah. He did it at Greenbrier. Did he win? Uh, no, he finished tied for ninth. <laughs> okay. And then. Shows you what par will do. Right. And then in 2019, uh, uh, Scott Piercy finished tied for second at Trinity Forest uh, in the AT&T uh, when he went bogey free. And then three months later, JT Poston became the first PGA Tour winner in 45 years to win without. Um, Golly, here we go. I lost it again. Okay. Without making a bogey. Uh, without making a bogey at the Wyndham Championship in Sedgefield, <clears throat> uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. And we had a couple more. Mark Anderson did it. Um, and Andrew Putnam. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, and then Tom Kim. So, he's the seventh guy. Yeah, but, but he won. But he's the, only the, only the, the second, second guy to win. Right. He's only the yeah. second one to win. Right. Yeah. Right. It was, I, uh, I remember my dad used to go to the Masters every year, and his, one of his biggest thrills was he watched Lionel Hebert. Of course, he was going to watch you know the local player, Lionel Hebert, play, and he saw him make 18 pars at Augusta, and that just floored my dad how somebody could do that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty hard to do when you think about it, you know. I mean, not make a bogey. When, when well... When Iberia Country Club was open and I was a younger player, I'd play with Steve Smith, the pro there, and Eric Indes would always bet Steve $5 that 
And Steve was the one initiated the bet that he wouldn't make a bogey in the round. And Steve paid off religiously. I mean, he would, the pressure was on so much, he'd almost bogey the first or second hole and he'd get it out of the way. <laughs> but they had a standard bet, $5. That's, oh, how, that's how Eric caught up because he couldn't beat Steve. <laughs> and I, All right. If I could get this internet, just not, not to quit. Well, we're going to uh, go on to LPGA golf a bit here. Okay. So, uh, okay. You know, you can, when you get it, you can. Break well, no, it but but again, time. but going going back, um, the, the the longest streak on the PGA Tour without making a bogey or worse belongs to who do you think? Tiger. Tiger, Tiger Woods. He played 110 holes without a bogey from the fourth hole of the 2000 Bell Canadian Open, which was 51 holes, through the fifth hole of the third round. And there we go again. I lost it again. Oh God, I don't know what's happening. Um, over here, but anyway, all right. of some other tournament. Of course, so Tiger's got to have all the records. 110 holes without a bogey. So, all right, that's incredible. LPGA. Incredible. The um, Hill Championship was won by a 34-year-old. This is pretty cool, Jody Ewart. S H A. I can't read my own writing. S H A. Shoproff. Nobody's ever heard of her. She's she went 246 starts. Without a win, and this, and now she's finally won. She said to herself and to the media, "I didn't know if this would ever really happen." She's an English lady born in uh, North Yorkshire, and uh, she shot minus fifteen, and she outlasted three major tournament winners coming down the stretch. Stretch, <laughs> Yoko Sasso from Japan, Georgia Hall, and Danielle Kang, and she won our first tournament. Uh, in 246 starts, she's 34 years old. You know that's that's very old for uh, a professional golfer. Well, especially on the LPGA tour, that's yeah. really old they, because they, they start so young they, and come, yeah, come and, out of the wombs. And generally, well, and, and generally by that age, they, they're either really good golfers or they've decided to yeah. become mothers. You know, or something I mean, else. You yeah. know, yeah, or whatever. Um, it right. was the third wire-to-wire win this year. Or normally, after 246 starts, you, you've given up and become a, you know. That's, that's the art of s- persistence. Selling insurance, you know, investment banker, whatever. You know, you're not generally not still pursuing your craft. Uh, but that, that also goes to show, and, 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 and kudos to them for that, that the LPGA Tour has now evolved to the point, and, and I'm not saying it's a great thing necessarily as far as, you know, we talked about the, that winning, you know, desire. But there was a time when if you if you went 246 times without winning on the LPGA Tour, you, you probably were going to be on public assistance because you know there was the purses were so small. Right. You had to you had to win. You had to finish in the top five or ten, uh, or else you wasn't you wasn't you wasn't paying expenses. No, you wasn't paying expenses no. at all. So their purses have increased to where people at least can still make a living. Um, and, 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 and then the girl won yeah. wire to wire. So, that you know, when your first that's, victory in 246 starts, hard. that's a lot of pressure to that's, sleep on that lead. Oh, is it ever? It's hard no matter what. Yeah. But to do it, yeah. I'd much rather, you know, it's a totally different level. But when I was in the second flight of the, <laughs> of the shrimp tournament, <laughs> I'd much rather be two or three shots behind. Going into the final round, I'm serious, you know, because those, mm. the leaders, you know why? Because they were checking back, looking back constantly to see where we were hitting the ball. Yeah. I could care less where they were going. I wasn't even watching that. 
I just knew, you know, what, but, but they were focused. And, and it, I'm telling you, man, more times than not, it, the leaders didn't, you know, maybe in championship, it was a little different. Mm-hmm. But in those lower flights, you saw choke jobs left and right. And you got to learn how to handle the pressure if you're going to play tournament golf. So that's that's part of the deal. Well, yeah, and 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 how to manage your uh, your mulligans. You got to know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Woo. <laughs> Speaking about mulligans, this guy had a mulligan. John Rahm won the Spanish Open, and it was a dream of his to uh, to tie as he is now with his hero Seve Ballesteros, who each they each of them have won. Three Spanish Opens. Rom's 27-year-old, and he's ranked number six in the world right now. He shot 25 under par, six-stroke win over Matthew Pavon, and uh, he had a final round 62. But this is what uh, he he is most proud of. Seve took 15 years to win three Spanish Opens. John that. took five. Yeah, I, I was going to say, you know. Unless I kind of got a feeling he's going to pass. Yeah, unless he started at the age of five, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's great. I mean, and, you know, Seve was such a uh, a great, um, you know, figure for the game of golf. I mean, no he, you talk about people that wanted to just win, didn't care where else they finished. He was the epitome of that. I mean, just a swashbuckler. You know, always, always gonna you know go for the the, the heroic shot or whatever. Come, you know, exact. Now the first one was Arnold Palmer. He was the trendsetter with that. Yeah. You know, he could care less if he made a quad or a birdie. He was going for it. You know, but I would love to see. And and this is again why I admire John, John Rahm's conviction and and standing by his values. I'd love to to, to you know. Rest, rest in peace, Seve. But see what his thoughts are on this whole. You oh know, no! Uh, li- I think you know, Seve would was be on too, the right side of yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. And, and John Rahm mentioned that uh, you know the, the the field obviously is not a very strong field. You know, it's it's the uh, Spanish well, Open. Yeah, but, but he said he felt more pressure to win in front of his people yeah. there than than you know some Ted, other tournaments. Teddy, the perfect example to me of that was right here the Louisiana Open. And, again, I'm not trying to compare that to the Spanish Open. No, no, it's got to compare. Craig Perks couldn't even make the cut yeah. at the Louisiana Open. I don't think he ever made the cut at the Louisiana mm-hmm. Open. Playing on the what was the, the Ben Hogan Tour, the Nike Tour. The yeah, what, it changed. Whatever, you know. a few times. And then he, he can win, but he can, he can win the Players' Championship on the PGA Tour, you know, and keep his tour court for quite a few years. Oh, God, yeah. You know, because there was know. no pressure, but – Every time he, you know, everybody was like, "Oh man, he, you know, this is his home course. He knows the course so well. He's got, you know, and he would shoot. Te- I don't want to say telephone numbers, but seventy six, seventy eight, missed the cut by eight shots. It wasn't even. It's like, how can that happen? You know, but <laughs> exactly. you put so much pressure on yourself. Exactly. Last week, box score, uh, two people won on the LPGA Tour: Charlie Hall, and on the PGA Tour, Mackenzie Hughes. They haven't won in um, quite a long time. 2016 was the last time they won. And get this, both hadn't won on the exact same date, November 20th, 2000. Isn't that incredible? 2,146 days. They're destined to to hook up. I mean, (laughs) you you got to. I think Charlie Hall is married pretty much. (laughs) Well, I mean. They could still hook up, but well, you know, yeah, playing a team championship, but first time winners or second time winners. I mean, that's, it was both that second wins as well. Yeah, that's pretty. That's eerie. I pretty mean, creepy, talk about Halloween yeah. and spooky. Pretty, pretty spooky <laughs> stuff. Yeah. 
All right, what else Absolutely. we got here? Uh, you know, I did see something today flash across my Twitter. I don't, I don't know if it's really true or not, but it seemed like it was that, that Live Golf is, is um, there, there. Of course, Dustin Johnson won there. <laughs> Whatever, right. you know, yeah. yeah, their championship for the year uh, because he earned $18 million in, you know, his uh, in, in their year, which, again, <laughs> he didn't earn it, that at all because it went toward his contract. But nevertheless, supposedly next year they are going to go to a format that will involve a cut and that will make them eligible for official world golf ranking points and they're going to cut the field after uh, 27 and a half holes no after 36 <laughs> holes that was my thought too it's like you know you okay you had your second tee shot yeah. on this you, okay, okay you're done um but uh no after 36 holes they're going to make a, have a cut to 24 players which again is ludicrous but and then, but everybody will play the final round it's just that they'll be playing for their team event the other the guys who didn't make the cut, so they're still playing, but they just count toward that four man team. They are desperate. If 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 they're awarded world golf ranking points for that format, then this whole thing is a joke. I mean, it. Well, they, it's a joke anyway, and it's what, not a joke. It's real, but uh, no, they, but they're they're desperate for that because their players are wanting it. Well, yeah. But, uh, look, they 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 joined hooked up with this Mina tour. So, uh, yeah. Mediterranean, Egypt, yeah. North Africa, because they have official world golf rankings, but it, they they can't do that. They were already associated with the Asian Tour, which right. have official world golf rankings, but they can't just piggyback on them just to get official world golf rankings. You know, I know. if the players aren't going to abide by the other criteria that are set forth for it's just still scary. Because look at this kid that you know, the kid just out of he dropped out of college, right? I mean, yeah. you know, and he wins. And it, that was his first start on this? You see, that's what gets me. This guy's unknown. You know? Right. And, and, he, and they're giving him this kind of money. It, yeah. It's, it's got to be hurting golf. So, so he wins. Down, down I think, the line. I think he won $4 million, I think, for his prize. Yeah. Um, and, but the thing is, you know, if I'm Dustin Johnson, uh, Bubba Watt, well, who, I don't know who, what, what their, who their marquee players are anymore, but I'd be so embarrassed to, to – to, be beaten by this guy in a 48 man field you know you it's like nobody you know and he just comes in crazy stuff in the know, game we're going waxes them you know and he won right, by three well, shots thanks for tuning in we appreciate it uh stay tuned for more sports after the news the uh catholic guy coaches show with coach scott watney and tony landry Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling.
The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM, New Iberia. The voice of the Tash. 